Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. All right, let's get this show started. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Bee with Richard Holdridge on this Tuesday, May the 3rd, 2022, episode 361. Man, that's a lot of episodes. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Newton, Georgia. I gotta be honest with you, I didn't have the greatest of nights. I mean, I could not sleep last night as that was a heartbreaker, a gut-wrenching loss by the Columbus River Dragons. Don't get me wrong, I'm proud of them. Uh, They battled tooth and nail with the Watertown Wolves. Double overtime, the longest game in FPHL history. The Columbus River Dragons fell to the Watertown Wolves 3-2 in double overtime. And the Watertown Wolves are your Commissioner's Cup champions. It's their third title Columbus was trying to go back-to-back. Of course, they won the Ignite Cup last year, beating the Elmira Enforcers in the previous longest game of all time in the FPHL. And now the Columbus River Dragons season comes to an end, and I am so proud of this team. This team just fought all the way. you got to remember that they were the number two seed. Watertown had the home ice. Columbus took care of business, beating Watertown at home Friday night and that's a tough task to go up to Watertown New York and to get one of the road games where they did not win a single time up in Watertown in the regular season. Watertown's goalkeeper Bookaboom he had 48 saves but Bailey McBurney just a great job by the Columbus River Dragons goalkeeper as he was standing on his head And he made some incredible saves. I was just impressed with the veterans. You have MJ Graham, Josh Pietrantonio, Austin Doe, Jay Krupp. I was very impressed with the youngsters, Hunter Bersani, Jagger Williamson, and the veteran playoff experienced leader, Ian White, who used to play for the Detroit Red Wings. Now playing for the Columbus River Dragons, he had just a great series as well. And I'm just so proud of the staff, Scott Brand, the general manager, Ignite Sports, just everybody that just put on just an incredible product. And many of you know I am a Columbus sports fan. I am a diehard Lions, Rapids, River Dragons, Chattahoots sports fan. And I also support Columbus State Athletics as well. And that's why I started this podcast. When I first moved to Columbus in 2015, I just came from the market in Atlanta. And so when I came to Columbus in 2015, I really didn't start getting into broadcasting until 2020. And then the pandemic hit. But I've just been blessed just to be a part of this community. and. 
I've been one of the biggest River Dragon supporters. I hope that they have a safe travel back from Watertown and then that we embrace them. As a city, we have a rally, do something. We've got to embrace this team. I was introduced to the River Dragons when they first came into this league in 2019. Say what you want. I know there's diehard Columbus Cottonmouths fans that were disappointed when the Cottonmouths left in 2017. But Jerome Burchard, who was the coach then, and he played for the Cottonmouths, he really has got this team to believe that they could beat anybody. And this team will be back. Next year, we're going to 10 teams in the Federal Prospects Hockey League, including the Mississippi Seawolves. The Elmira team is not going to be called the Enforcers anymore. They're going to have something else. And then we have the Motor City Rockers. So, you know, that could be another team in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. But I cannot say enough about the River Dragons play-by-play announcer, Zach DeBozart, who's been on this show before. But that was an incredible performance for him to do play-by-play for the longest game in Federal Prospects Hockey League history. He is a true warrior, and I know he's going to have a well-rested break until baseball season, as he is also the voice of the Columbus Chattahoots, and their season will start June the 3rd. Remember, the home game is June the 4th. They travel to Oxford, Alabama to take on the Chocolaka Monsters June the 3rd. And that will be a Friday night. What else are you going to do with your Friday night? Just travel up to Oxford, Alabama. Check out that new ballpark and see your Columbus Chattahoots in action. Going to be the biggest supporter for the Columbus Chattahoots this year. We're going to talk a lot about the Chattahoots on this podcast. But we do have a great show to get into. It's not just a River Dragons day talking about the Columbus River Dragons on the show. We do have the Columbus Lions. They take their 2-0 record into the bye, and they will take on the Jacksonville Sharks on May the 14th. You have the Columbus State Cougars baseball team in the Peach Belt Conference Tournament. The first round game will be this Thursday. They do not know who their opponent is. And you also have high school baseball playoffs. LaGrange taking on Flowery Branch tonight, games one and two at Granger Park in LaGrange, Georgia. Where else would you rather be on a Tuesday night to support LaGrange? And then you have the Columbus High baseball team taking on North Oconee. They were the best team all year. They only lost one game. And then you also have Troop County taking on Maris. I don't want to forget about Callaway because they are also in the state baseball playoffs as well. And then over on the other side of the river, you have Central in the state baseball playoffs for AHSAA. Also, a big shout-out to the Russell County girls soccer team as they are in the playoffs today as well. I'm very proud of them and as a public address announcer and play-by-play announcer for Russell County Athletics, I really would like to support them and... Good luck to the Lady Warriors. All right, that was a lot of local stuff to get into here on the show. Just a reminder on what's coming up on this show. Tomorrow, I'm going to have Brad Page, and we're going to talk about that Warriors-Grizzlies series right now. The Golden State Warriors have a one nothing lead. It'll either be tied at 1-1, or Golden State will have a 2-0 lead, but because we're broadcasting it later this afternoon we will not know the outcome of that game tonight 
We had some big games in the NBA playoffs yesterday as the Miami Heat took advantage of Joel Embiid out of the lineup. They take a 1-0 series lead. The Phoenix Suns defeated the Dallas Mavericks despite 46 points from Luka Doncic. And Phoenix takes a 1-0 series lead. NHL playoffs, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion got trounced by the Toronto Maple Leafs at 5 to nothing. as the Toronto Maple Leafs, who have not won a Stanley Cup since 1968, but they are one of the original six. I'd like to see them do well. The Carolina Hurricanes beat the Boston Bruins 5-1. You had the St. Louis Blues, who won the Stanley Cup in 2019, defeating the Minnesota Wild and the Power of L.A. The Los Angeles Kings taking on the Edmonton Oilers, beating the Oilers 4-3. to You know, I like Connor McDavid. I'd like to see him do well in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But there's just something about the L.A. Kings. And you know, they won a couple of Stanley Cups in the early 2010s. And L.A., as a city right now, is on fire. You have the Dodgers. The Rams winning the Super Bowl. The Kings doing well in the NHL playoffs. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are in first place. The Dodgers are in first place. You have USC looks like they're going to be a powerhouse in college football with Lincoln Riley. So just a lot of great things happening in the city of Los Angeles as much as it does not sit well with me because I am not a very big L.A. sports fan. Kind of makes up for the Lakers and the Clippers bowing out, missing out on the playoffs you know, because the Clippers did lose that play-in game to miss out on the playoffs. Well, the Atlanta Braves took on the New York Mets last night, first game of a four-game series. They got a very impressive 5-2 victory over the New York Mets, the first-place Mets. The Braves are now 11-13 overall, thanks to Austin Riley as he hit his seventh home run. The Mets did have a 2-0 lead. Travis Darno got some insurance runs to make it 5-2, and Kenley Jansen shuts the door. Max Freed did pick up the win. He is now 3-2 on the season. Kenley Jansen with his seventh save. And then today, the Atlanta Braves will take on the New York Mets for a doubleheader. Starting with the first game, Charlie Morton. Oh, he really needs to get his ERA up. One and two on the season with a seven ERA taking on Carlos Carrasco with a one-on-one record and a 4.09 earned run average. And then right after that, at 6.40 p.m., we will have the second game of the doubleheader as the Braves will take on the Mets. And then they have an afternoon game on Wednesday before they have a day off, and then they will be home against the Milwaukee Brewers Mother's Day weekend. Where would you rather take your mother for this weekend, especially if she is a lifelong Braves fan like my wife, who loves the Braves, so excited that they won the World Series last year. But you're taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. It's a rematch of the NLDS, where the Braves were able to come from behind and defeat the Milwaukee Brewers. And then they will take on the Boston Red Sox. Speaking of which... People in Boston, not happy today. I know Sully is getting on WEEI and talking about, oh, the Milwaukee Bucks are just trash. I'm telling you. And um, that was the worst Bostonian accent that I have ever done. But Giannis goes off. Drew Holiday with 25 points. Giannis 
defeats. And tonight, with the Milwaukee Bucks up 1-0 in the series against the Boston Celtics, Milwaukee is going to try to go up 2-0 to go back to Milwaukee. So Boston is in trouble. I still think that the NBA Finals right now are the Bucks and the Warriors. That is my pick. Although I think the Warriors could have trouble against the Phoenix Suns, especially a healthy Phoenix Suns, who has a deep bench. They defeated the Dallas Mavericks last night, 121-114, despite Luka scoring 45 points. Phoenix has all their weapons at their arsenal. Not only Chris Paul, who's the most efficient point guard in the NBA, he had 19 points. Devin Booker, welcome him back from his injury, 23 points, and DeAndre Ayton with 25 points. The entire starting lineup for the Phoenix Suns, all in double figures, and then Cameron Johnson, 17 points off the bench. I don't think it's going to be a long series. I think that Phoenix will win it in five, or they will sweep the Mavericks to host the Western Conference Finals against either Memphis or Golden State. I still think it's going to be Golden State. That Draymond Green injury, that Draymond Green flagrant foul, it remains a flagrant two, and he is going to have to watch out and not play as physical, but that's asking Draymond a lot. He is a very physical player, and without Draymond in the lineup, Memphis can get their shots. They could get their shots, and they could have won that game. But all the momentum is going back to Golden State. I'm going to have Brad on the show tomorrow, and we're going to talk a little bit about this series. Also going to get into the NFL draft. What does he think of Malik Willis? Does he have a shot at winning the starting job over Ryan, over Ryan Tannehill for the Tennessee Titans? We do have some NFL news. Of course, the NFL draft is over, and you know you can't really analyze a draft till about three years from now because the jury is still out for Trey Lance for the San Francisco 49ers. We don't know if he could play. We don't know if he is the guy in San Francisco, and that's why they're holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo. I still am nervous that they're going to end up trading Debo Samuel. I don't want that to happen. I think that Debo is a great talent, the best wide receiver that the 49ers have had in a long time, since they had Terrell Owens back in 2003. As a lifelong 49ers fan, I have seen them whiff on wide receiver picks in the NFL draft. So we still don't know the grades. I know some of the draft experts are giving the Atlanta Falcons an A- minus or a B plus. I don't know if the Falcons had a good draft. I think that Desmond Riddler can be a good backup quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a franchise quarterback in this league. The only franchise quarterback that might have a shot is Kenny Pickett. He was the only quarterback drafted in the first round. All the other quarterbacks are considered projects, and that's exactly what they are. So we did have some big NFL news. The Honey Badger coming home to New Orleans as he played his college ball at LSU. That is going to be a big difference on that New Orleans Saints defense that also already has Marshawn Lattimore. They already have Demario Davis. They already have Marcus Davenport and Cam Jordan. They have just ballers on defense. But I still don't think that the New Orleans Saints are the same team without Sean Payton and Drew Brees. There was just something special about that tandem since 2006. I mean, they dominated the headlines and they were winning for about 14 straight years. 
And anytime you have the head coach quarterback combination and it fits like a glove, you can win a lot of games in this league. So I still don't know if Jameis Winston is the guy in New Orleans. They did trade up to get Chris Olave, the talented wide receiver from Ohio State. I'm still not 100% sure that is going to be enough. We still don't know if Michael Thomas is going to come back for the New Orleans Saints. And Alvin Kamara may get suspended. Yes, I think the New Orleans Saints defense got better. So we, we shall see. All right, so the news came out yesterday that DeAndre Hopkins, the wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, will be suspended for six games. Just when you thought that the wide receiver core for the Arizona Cardinals just got better with Hollywood Brown coming to the team, Kyler Murray's former college teammate, their best wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, is going to be out for six games. And this is going to be a big deal because when he was in the lineup for Arizona, he was a difference maker. That was a completely different offense. I'm just very interested to see all these NFL moves as we get ready for OTAs. It is the month of May. We have OTAs. And then in July, we will have training camp. And so when we get ready for NFL, college football, and I know you're probably wondering, why are you not talking about the USFL on your show? I'll be honest with you. I don't really know a whole lot about what is going on in the USFL. I know that Jordan Tamu is balling in the USFL, and there's going to be some standout players that are going to get a look. They're going to get an invite to an NFL roster because they are playing very well. So, yes, I mean, I'll sit here on the show, and I'll talk USFL football. Why not? So let's talk about these games Friday night. You know, the Philadelphia Stars are 1-2. and two, The Michigan Panthers are 1-2. and two, The Pittsburgh Maulers are 0-3. The New Jersey Generals are 2-1. and one. The Birmingham Stallions taking on the Tampa Bay Bandits. Birmingham is 3-0 on the season. I said that Birmingham is their best team. The New Orleans Breakers are 2-1, and and the Houston Gamblers are 1-2. So that is what is going on in the USFL. Uh, DeAndre Johnson, he's a dual-threat quarterback from the New Jersey Generals. And then you had an outstanding performance by the Michigan Panthers shutting out the Pittsburgh Maulers. It's football. In the spring, I love football in the spring because I work for an indoor football team, the Columbus Lions. So you got to understand, I mean, I love football. So last night in the National Basketball Association, the Miami Heat defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 106-92 to to take a 1-0 series lead. And Tyler Hero, as he's had shades of the 2020 NBA Finals, comes off the bench to score 25 points. The Philadelphia 76ers, Tobias Harris had 27, but it wasn't enough. They are not the same team without Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid might go in Game 3, but I think the Miami Heat are going to win this series, which means they'll have home court against Milwaukee because Boston is not beating Milwaukee. You have a setup of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks, which was a very tight, contested first-round matchup last season. But maybe this Miami team is better than people give credit for. I know they say, well, they only have one superstar. They got Jimmy Butler, and they were able to dismantle the Hawks in the first round because of their defense. When you have a player like P.J. Tucker, who had success in Houston, playing alongside James Harden, he had success in Milwaukee, he helped them win a ring. Now he's going over to Miami, and he is contributing on the defensive side, and he is just an energy player. P.J. Tucker is one of the most 
underrated players in the NBA. And he is just one of those players that he's a veteran player that knows how to win. All right. Has anybody been watching that TV series Winning Time on HBO Max? I've already been caught up. You know, they just the drama between the head coach, Paul Westhead, and assistant coach Pat Riley. Jack McKinney got into a bike accident and he's he's out. And then it's just Dr. Jerry Buss, and then the relationship with his daughter, Jeannie Buss, who's now the owner for the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, first of all, Jerry West is mad because they're portraying him as, you know, a drunkard and he's cursing all the time. And, you know, I get that. You know, this is a fictional show. I mean, it's based off of the dynasty, the Showtime Lakers, but this is, this is a fictional show. I mean, they're just the actors playing a great job. The person I would be upset about, I think if I were Magic Johnson, I would be upset that you're, you know, portraying me as this Christian that's turning sinful with, with the cursing and then the, I would just be so embarrassed. You know, we all know the story. Magic Johnson ended up marrying Cookie. I mean, I'm not giving any spoilers out. This, this was a true story. It actually happened. But, you know, Magic Johnson is supposed to be this churchgoer growing up in Michigan then all of a sudden he's a womanizer and he's cursing and you know if I were Magic Johnson I'd be mad that you're portraying him in that light but we all know what happened with Magic Johnson in 1991 as he contracted the HIV virus it was probably one of the biggest shocking sports moments of all time which brings me to my segue I I wanted to get on the show and talk about like the most shocking scandals in sports in the last 20 years. When I was in college, I started, you know, really paying attention to sports. And of course, the reason why I say 20 years is because social media has been around for about 20 years. So when you have a school like Penn State that covers up a scandal like they did with Jerry Sandusky and I know about the whole story about what happened. It's absolutely horrifying. Larry Nasser over at Michigan State and then the USA women's gymnastics team. Absolutely horrifying. Both are just as bad. I am a father of two daughters, so when I look at Larry Nasser, I think that he is a monster. I also think Jerry Sandusky is a monster. I cannot believe that the administration just let that stuff slide. So those are the two biggest scandals I remember in the last 20 years. The biggest shocking moments, like as a sports fan, you remember exactly where you were. Of course, March 11th, 2020, the coronavirus cancels all sports. I actually got on and did an emergency podcast that night. The same year back in January, Kobe Bryant killed in the helicopter crash. It was very shocking. I mean, Kobe Bryant was one of the biggest sports figures in my lifetime. And he was killed in a helicopter crash. I was just completely shocked. So I've actually found a list. This is this is according to BleacherReport.com. The 25 most shocking moments in modern sports history. I mean, in the last 20 years. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. dying at the Daytona 500 back in 2001. People don't realize how big that was. Dale Earnhardt was the biggest star in NASCAR. You know, I don't necessarily watch NASCAR. 
that would be the equivalent of Tom Brady in the Super Bowl dying. I mean, I know that sounds shocking to come out of my mouth. I know that sounds shocking to say that, but Tom Brady dying at the Super Bowl would be the same as Dale Earnhardt Jr. dying at, at the Daytona 500. Shocking moment. And I'm not, I'm not talking about upsets. I'm not talking about sports upsets. I'm talking about non-sports-related stuff that happened that was just unbelievable. Mike Tyson biting Evander Holyfield's ear. Zinedine Zidane headbutting a, a player. Lynn Bias dying from a cocaine overdose right after the 1986 draft. Here's another sports shocking moment. I, I'm, I want to talk about 20 years, just the last 20 years. Malice at the Palace. You think that could ever happen again? I mean, the announcers were getting on. Where is the security? Do you think that they beefed up security at sporting events ever since that? Just unbelievable. Of course, Pete Rose banned from baseball. Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. I mean, they, they happened more than 20 years ago. O.J. Simpson. Need I say more? Or how about when Howard Cassell announced the death of John Lynn on Monday Night Football? I mean, that was a very shocking sports moment. Uh, 9-11 and, um, and sports. Very shocking. You know, when 9-11 happened, it affected sports. When Osama bin Laden was actually, you know, we actually passed the 11-year anniversary when Osama bin Laden was killed. I remember watching an ESPN Sunday night baseball game between the Mets and the Phillies. And everybody in the stands were getting notifications on their phone that Osama bin Laden was killed. And everybody shouted, USA, USA. They even panned to a guy that was wearing a USA baseball jersey. A very shocking moment. That wasn't that shocking, but it was a very, like, wow. I remember exactly where I was when that happened. But I kind of went off subject. You know, I really I really want to talk about sports scandals. And uh, I, I ended up talking about shocking moments. What about all the sports scandals like Tiger Woods and Lance Armstrong, you know, doping. You had the Black Sox scandal. And you had Spygate, the Bounty Gate. Tim Donaghy, oh, I, I still can't get over Tim Donaghy. Fixing game six between the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers. Still can't get over it. I bring this up because I was thinking about all the sports scandals that have become documentaries. And of course, you have the Boston College point shaving scandal. You have SMU, they went on the death penalty in 1987. Chris Weber allegedly getting money from a booster. You had the University of Minnesota scandal, Baylor University with Patrick Dennehy's murder. He was murdered by a teammate. So Duke lacrosse, I mean, they, they were three players were falsely accused of rape in 2006. 2011, the University of Miami, Nevin Shapiro running a Ponzi scheme. And, you know, he's still in prison, but he is probably the most hated man in the University of Miami athletics. 2015, the Louisville basketball team got into a scandal and uh, they got stripped of their uh, 2013 title. So I had a lot to talk about on this show. I just appreciate you being a part of this show. That is all the time I have. Don't forget, tomorrow I'm going to have Brad Page on the show as we are going to talk everything Memphis-Golden State as Game 2 is tonight at the FedEx Forum. Hopefully the Memphis Grizzlies can tie it up at 1, and we'll have a great show to talk about that. And we'll also talk about the NFL Draft and did the Tennessee Titans find their future quarterback in, by drafting Malik Willis? Thank you, everybody who has downloaded my podcast 
or listened to me on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key, or has listened to this podcast on my Facebook page. You know, you don't have to download this podcast. I know that that's the only numbers I see, but I know a lot of you are listening off other platforms, and there are many ways that you can listen to this podcast, and I'm hoping to grow my audience and become bigger and maybe even have a YouTube channel where I can go live on the broadcast as I'm trying to get this audience, which is really designed for Columbus and the Chattahoochee Valley because it is a local Columbus sports podcast. But we talk national stuff too. And of course, I'm just excited that we have a lot of sporting events coming up in the summer and the fall. Don't forget, we do have high school football as I will talk everything high school football. I have my high school football sports show on Fridays. It is going to be great. I hope that everybody has a great rest of your day. Enjoy the day, everybody. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is broadcasted out of Columbus, Georgia, and focuses on the local and national sports scene. I am Richard Holdridge. If you have a sports question or if you would like to be a guest on the show, just inbox me on my Facebook page, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, or on my Twitter feed. And as always, I hope that you have a blessed day. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdridge. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.